mother gives us the physical birth but the guru gives us birth into the life of the spirit can a book ever do this so one has to think and assess them for oneself to understand all these things so if we give a fair trial to the practice of japa we will find for ourselves how beneficial it is regular practice quells all desires calms the mind and opens the door to higher consciousness those who follow this path of bhakti consider a repetition of a holy name to be a complete sadhana in itself it leads to the highest spiritual ecstasy and the vision of god ramdas about whom i always speak is he because he is one of those saints who i had seen he says have the glorious name of god on your lips this is the easiest way to commune with the god within this name can be repeated by everybody ramdas is telling you this from his own personal experience all his life he was doing only that and nothing else and what a transformation can come by this process so we have enough proof by these examples the potential possibility we ourselves can reach people who have never tried to practice repetition of the holy name are apt to scoff at it it all seems empty so mechanical just repeating the same words over and over again of what benefit what possible good can come out of it you know apparently it looks it cannot do anything at all is the truth is that we are all inclined to falter to flatter ourselves despite our daily experience to the contrary that we spend our time thinking logical consecutive thoughts in fact most of us do no such thing consecutive thought about any one problem occupies a very small proportion of our waking hours more usually we are in a state of reverie absolutely no control over our thoughts is <laughs> a mental fog of disconnected sense impressions irrelevant memories sometimes nonsensical scraps of sentences from books and newspapers a little darting fears and resentments physical sensations of comfort and discomfort or excitements of various types this is what our mind is normally
At any given time, if you take some 20 people and just examine, you know, ask them honestly to put down, it can be anything, their mind will be flying from one end of the earth to the other end. Hmm? What uh, Jimmy Carter said, or the, 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 the king of Iran, or uh, some other country told, or what happened in India, or Vietnam, this is all what is happening continuously. Where is coherent thought there? Because we do nothing to control this reverie, it's largely conditioned by external circumstances. Because we are not preoccupied ourselves with anything, you see. So what happens, what our sense impressions bring? So all those stimulate our thought. When the weather is cloudy, our mood also becomes cloudy and sad perhaps. When the sun is out, our mood is also bright. And perhaps when the sun is bright, some insects come and start buzzing around and we become very irritable and nervous also. So often it's as simple as that. That's how our mind is kept busy. But now, if we introduce into this reverie the repetition of a name of God, we shall find that we can control our moods despite the interference of the outside world. We are always, anyhow, repeating words in our minds. Sometimes absolutely nonsense, we will be repeating. So the name of a friend or an enemy the name of an anxiety or a worry. This is what we are doing. Why not introduce something else? Because each one of these words when we repeat, they create their own mental climate. Supposing we start repeating the word war, our money, say ten thousand times, go on repeating it, you see, see what happens. See, these days it's so much talked of, you see, <coughs> the television, <coughs> sorry, so much of violence being shown. It has its bad effect. See, yesterday only, I think, uh, the deputy leader of the Conservative Party was somewhere talking, he was mentioning how children are left just to sit in front of the box hours together. Right, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, they are still there. So after having come from school, they are in front of the box, he says. Naturally, what do they learn? What do they see? So all these impressions are going deeper and deeper inside. So the mental climate becomes that. They think it's just the natural thing to do. Some time back I read, you know, so a boy actually shot his father. It was taken to jail, uh, the court. You see. He, he, he was asked, why did you do that? He said, I wanted to try. I see so much on my television. I never had access for my his pistol. One day he got a chance. So he took out his father's pistol and kept it and waited. 
He waited the, 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 the first floor of the house for father to come out. As he opened the door of the car, he just shot him. That's all. He died just. He, just he, he didn't know what he was doing even. You see. see, that's how the mental climate is built up. So one has to carefully cultivate. So when we, the, our mental climate is connected with all these worlds. So similarly, the name of God will change the whole mental climate. <coughs> it cannot but do otherwise. That's our mind is influenced by, by these things. So in the Hindu scriptures we often find the phrase take refuge in his name. And even in the Christian literature you have this kind of things you see in the Psalms or Proverbs. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So this phrase, which at first may sound rather too poetical, comes to have a very real and literal significance when we start using it. How much protection it can give, we will realize only when we sincerely try. So when the mind is so violently disturbed by pain or fear, or other necessities of physical life. It cannot possibly be used for meditation or even rational thought. There is still one thought that you can always do. You can repeat God's name over and over again and build up a different frame of mind so that we don't react to these things that are happening to us so violently or any confused way. So you can hold fast to that throughout all this tumult that may be happening around. See, that becomes something which gives you a little stability. So one must hold on to it. See, once you have really tested and proved the power of the Holy Word, you, will relay, you start relying upon it more and more. Through constant practice, the repetition becomes automatic. It no longer has, has to be consciously willed. It is rather like a thermostat, you see, on a water heater or a refrigerator. Whenever the mind reaches an undesirable temperature, you will find that the repetition of the name begins itself and continues as long as it is necessary. But before we come to that stage, we have got to deliberately practice it. That's the only way. Mere repetition of God's name is, of course, insufficient. As Patanjali points out in the Yoga Sutras, we must also meditate upon its meaning. See, repetition is one thing. But you must find also time to contemplate what does this meaning, word signify. 